Hi, and welcome, welcome, welcome to my podcast, Hello with Harrison Mutu. I'm so excited to have you listening today, and without further ado, let's get into it. All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of Hello with yours truly, Harrison Mutu. Um, I don't know if you've been living under a rock or not, but the Meghan and Harry interview went live a couple days ago, and I am fucking shook. Like, the level of tea that this woman and this man were spewing and spilling all over the place had me in shambles. Like, to be honest, I don't, I really don't know how the royal family is going to, like, recover and handle some of these remarks because, like, it wasn't, you know, low-key or light shade. Like, that was, like, (laughs) you have demolished the inner workings of that family for the public eye. Um, And I think, you know, that's iconic. Icons only. Uh, But that really gets me into my topic today, which is accountability. Um, Because I think, you know, the main theme of this interview and the main purpose for this interview, especially, this is another gag, they weren't being paid. They sat down with one of the most influential people in the country. Honestly, like a little bit in the world. Well, I don't want to say in the world because like it's Oprah. She's black Jesus, but not regular Jesus. You know what I mean? Um But, like, they are sitting down with one of the most influential people out there on one of the biggest networks and aren't getting paid a cent. Again, icons only. But I think the theme of the whole entire interview was really focused around, like, holding the royal family accountable for their actions against Meghan and Harry. You know what I mean? Like, because accountability is hard. Because I think uh, with the introduction of cancel culture, I think it's you know, become very easy to mix the two and not understand how incredibly different they actually are. Because for me, you know, cancel culture, at least, or at least the conversation of like, oh, I'm being canceled, that is way more rooted in like trying to defend yourself and, you know, trying to make sure that you're not getting any backlash for some shit that you did. Whereas if you are taking accountability for your actions, I think that is more rooted in you actually trying to acknowledge your behavior and move forward in a way that is no longer contributing to the world, society, or anybody else around you in a negative way. Um, And that's a very, very big difference because nowadays people will just like scream cancel culture. People will just like um, go right to trying to cancel someone instead of trying to have any sort of conversation about what's going wrong. Because for me, like where the royal family or, you know, the firm or the institution, I think that's so like that's so serious to be like the firm when you're literally talking about like a family. Um, I think where they went wrong in the situation is immediately trying to defame Megan and try to tear down her character. Um, because like, it's no secret that the royal family has some fucked up things going on. I think Princess Diana was uh, a key factor in really letting everyone else know that it's not as perfect as it seems. And, you know, with that, I think it was, I think it was in poor taste for the royal family to immediately respond to the news about this interview with trying to bring up some sort of, like, bully situation about Meghan. Because, like, that is cancel culture. You're not, you know, you're not really trying to make her learn from her mistakes. You're not really trying to, like, make sure she understands that her behavior is poor. You're trying to make sure that she is no longer credible to her entire, all of her constituents and all the people who follow her and all of her fans. You know, all the fans that you created for her because yes, she was an actress before, and of course she had like you know somewhat of a following, but like she became r- literal royalty, and by making her royal, you assumed that you were you know basically buying her silence, and honestly, for a long time you did, 
you know, I think what was very interesting about that interview is that, like, it was very clear to me that, you know, she specifically said, like, she was silenced. You know, being royalty, I think a lot of people, especially, like, you know, people like, you know, me, who are just, like, in the middle (laughs) of everything and not really sure how to move forward, I think the idea of marrying rich and all these things, it's like, we low-key, like, joke about it and ha-ha, kiki, but that's, like, a real goal for a lot of people to basically just, like, marry rich so a lot of their um, material worries are no longer a thing. Uh, and I think a lot of people look to Meghan Markle and look in that situation and just kind of assume that it was like that sort of thing because that's, you know, the normal thing, I guess, to chase like a rich man. But like this woman was established before Harry and, you know, had her own life and had her own struggles, especially as a black woman. So I think going into the situation, it's like that whole idea of sit down and shut up and, you know, let it ride was not going to work. And I think that's where the royal family just like literally does not know what to do because their actual only interaction with people of color is colonizing their land and like that's not a read it's literally just fact it's like you know the royal family is not good at actually interfacing with people of color in any way and so when you have someone who is directly a part of your family now who's not you know afraid to kind of you know, break the mold, I think that is a very interesting situation. And it has led to this complete lack of accountability on the royal family side. And they're trying to hold Megan accountable for things that just didn't happen. And again, this is my opinion. I don't think Meghan Markle is lying, but it's just like, whatever. Because one of my favorite moments from the interview was when Megan was talking about the whole press, you know, catastrophe of, you know, them saying that she made Kate Middleton cry over bridesmaids dresses, blah, 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 blah. When in reality, it was Kate that made Megan cry over these dresses. And this whole entire family allowed for a false narrative to be pushed in order to protect Kate Middleton and completely attack Megan. You know, they wanted to take her child's security away. They asked, you know, how dark was the baby going to be? These are all things that, like, you need to be held accountable for. It's not, like, literally, like, Pierce Morgan, just a fucking idiot. He's going around trying to talk about Meghan Markle, trying to cancel the royal family. And it's like, no, baby, there is a difference. And I think what's interesting is, like, the current connotation, at least for me, of cancel culture is completely fabricated by white people who are refusing to take accountability for their actions. I think... There are so many people who claim that they're being canceled when in reality they're just doing really fucked up shit and no one has said anything about it. And it's like, I understand that you've been living your life with no one holding you accountable, but just because you finally met someone who's willing to do it does not mean that they are wrong. I think you still need to look back at your behavior and make sure that you aren't being a fucking shithead. Because again... I do not think it's easy. I don't hold myself, you know, as if though I'm higher than anybody else. We all fuck up, especially when you're growing up. Like, I am 24 years old, and I can count, like, I'm honestly, I can't even count how many times I have royally fucked up, how many times I've been in situations where I just did something that I was like, you know what, that is not a reflection of, like, who I'm trying to be, and now I understand. And for a while, nobody was holding me accountable for anything, and, like, that's just honest. Um, I have the kind of personality where it's like, I'm very hard-headed and I'm very strong-willed and I think a lot of people um, tend to match that with this idea that I'm not willing to be wrong and I'm not willing to accept accountability for my actions. Now, 
What I'm not going to accept is someone just trying to like throw out frivolous information in the attempt to hurt me, because that is cancel culture. I think there is a lot that can be found in conversation, and obviously there are lines and boundaries, and it's like, there are certain things that it's like, no, like if someone attacks you in a certain way, there is no conversation, like that needs to be over. But I think in general, it is way more healthy to talk about things, because I don't I don't believe that human beings, or at least for the most part, whenever they're doing something wrong, I don't believe that those people are doing it on purpose. I don't believe that we as people as a whole are, you know, wired to just kind of like fuck with others, especially when we're young, because like that is when we are learning how to be people. And, you know, I just think that like with conversation, there's a lot more grace to be given because with cancel culture, it has um, it has completely like w- like riled people up into being very angry at the first sign of like any sort of wrongdoing and, and on their part or like on someone else's part towards them. Like the level the, the levels that things jump is astronomical, honestly. And it's like no one's willing to have a conversation anymore. It's all about let's go on Twitter and blast them. And it's just like, hello, like why why is that the response? And I think it's honestly I think honestly I think it might be because like because people are not willing to just like take accountability for what they're doing. I think a lot of people have resorted to this like public um bashing of someone in order to get the information out. Um and it's like I think it's something that started really with like me too, but like that's a justified thing where it's like if someone is touching you and like you know hurting you like that is a very different thing where it's like I think I think with the Me Too movement it was it was like a you know you speak up and you say it you know you you speak on these people who are hurting you and like that's where it became an issue because then I think a lot of other people uh latched on to that coping mechanism and then you know made it a free for all for everything else cuz it's just kind of like for me I don't think Twitter needs to be knowing all your business I think like I think social media is a great thing, but it's just like, I think it has been so overused to share information that is so damaging to other people with no context. And it's just like, you have people getting accused of left, right, with no, with nothing. And then all of a sudden, this is just like on a public platform for everyone to see. And that is cancel culture. And I've seen people's lives literally be ruined over complete lies because of that. And I think that's what's different because it's like, you can't compare the two. If you're getting flamed and defamed for false information, that is cancel culture. But if there's even an ounce of truth and you aren't trying to have a conversation with somebody, then it's just like, you deserve to be put on blast that way. Because, like, I'm the kind of bitch where, like, if I do something wrong, tell me. If I really did something wrong, especially in my actions, I need you to tell me. Because I am not the kind of person who's maliciously hurting anyone's feelings. I honestly have too much going on in my own head to think about it that way. Like, I don't think about my interactions with people from the standpoint of like what am i doing to them that's not how i think about it and i don't think i don't think most people think that way and so i think we would all benefit from having this like mutual understanding of like communicate communicate because then it is much more um 
a much more easy, hello, um, I'm literally a college graduate, it's much easier to come to a conclusion and have, you know, the uh, offending party take accountability for their actions if there's a conversation being had, because then you can actually, like, make sure they're taking accountability for what they did. You can make sure that person understands what they did wrong, whereas if you just, like, put out a statement with no context, it's just like, what is actually being gained by that? Um, and that's something with the royal family. It's just like calling Meghan Markle a bully. What are you actually doing? Because it doesn't negate what she is saying about you. You know what I mean? It's like it doesn't it doesn't change the narrative that is now being put out there about your family. And I think, you know, leaving it at some basic like, oh, she's a bully. It's just not going to cut it, queen. It's not going to cut it. And, you know, also what's unfortunate about this whole thing is that, like, there are plenty of people who, you know, cancel culture doesn't affect at all. And that is white people. Like, you know, an example recently. Again, if you've been living under a rock, I'll let you know what's going on. I'll let you know what the tea is. Um, so James Charles, mega influencer, super famous right now. James Charles is on his third count of being, you know, messing with teenagers, messing with under like underminers. Hello. OK, let me get my shit together. James Charles is a sexual predator, period. James Charles, you know, um, he has a very young audience. He knows he has a very young audience. So he goes on social media, finds these kids, and starts interacting with them. And then, you know, sending them nudes and all that stuff. And it's just like, it's inappropriate. And so this 16-year-old boy exposed his ass, and James' response was so crazy to me because that in itself was very telling to me about how cancel culture does not work both ways. Because James Charles literally has admitted to sexting a 16-year-old. He didn't deny it because it actually happened, but instead he turned it into a moment of someone trying to clout chase and, you know, clearly there's ulterior motives. And to be honest with you, I don't give a fuck. You're famous. Like, you are a famous person. I don't care if someone's trying to bait you into some sticky situation. You should be smart enough to not get into that situation. At the end of the day, if you aren't sure, like, the fact that this bitch had the nerve to say, like, I'll start checking IDs, bro, it's not a club in Manhattan. You know, what are you doing? You're not going to WeHo. Like, you are literally sexting children, and your response is, oh, I'm going to start checking IDs. If you have to check the ID, he's too young for you, bro. Like, it cannot work. It's inappropriate. And it's like, and he posts this like notes, you know, this on from his notes app, this long statement, you know, I'm going to make sure I check IDs. There are plenty of people who are out there clout chasing and just trying to attack me. But nowhere in there did he take accountability for sexting children. And like, for me, when I saw that, I just really couldn't understand, like, I couldn't understand the logic behind it. Like you, this 16 year old posted your nudes online because you sent them to him. His age was on his profiles. He is 16 years old. Here you are posting about it. You post this You post this long statement. And then the next fucking morning, good morning, sisters. Oh, my God. Like, the caucasity of that situation to be so lackadaisical about being accused of sexual assault and sexual being a sexual predator, that is a problem for me. Because if it was any person of color doing that, it's just like, it would have been over. You, like, 
I'm 24 years old. Let's say I was in James Charles' position and I was going on, you know, Instagram and TikTok and finding 16-year-old kids to send my penis to. That would be a problem. I wouldn't have a platform anymore. I wouldn't have a career. I would be canceled. And I would deserve to be canceled. Because at the end of the day, it's not a mistake, especially if you've done it three fucking times. Like... I understand. First time, maybe. Maybe. Like, it is totally possible that, you know, they said that they were 18 and you just, like, didn't think about it. You didn't think of somebody lying. It was your first interaction. Like, I can give you, like, I am not a monster. I'm not crazy. Like, I can give you some level of grace. But it gets crazy when it's the third time for the same mistake. It's not like it's even a different situation. It's the same mistake three times in a row and nothing is happening. Your your um your platform is growing larger. Your brand deals are expanding. Your career is taking off even though you are a fucking predator. That is crazy to me. You know, that also coincides with I think it's Prince Andrew. Bro, he's over here having sex with kids and you want to talk about Meghan Markle being a bully? Get the fuck out of here. Like you are crazy. And it's, you know, it's always, and like, you know what, I am someone where I try not to make everything about race, but it's like, I'm a black man and I've experienced so many like situations where I'm like every, like not everything, but a lot of things end up being about race at the core of it. And it's like, so you mean to tell me that this white man is over here poking kids and you are blaming a black woman for being a bully? You don't have anything to say about him, but you have all to say about Meghan Markle bullying a staffer by emailing at like 3 a.m.? Shut the fuck up. Shut up. You sound ridiculous. And I think that's what's craziest to me about it. These people all feel empowered to say this shit. You know what I mean? Like, James Charles really thought he was doing something by being like, you know what? All these clout chasers, they chase after me for ulterior motives. It's not safe. It's dangerous. I need to start checking IDs. Did you really think that we were going to look at that and be like, oh, yeah, period. Check IDs 2021. No. I think it's stop fucking kids 2021. I think it's leave the fucking kids alone 2021. I think it's leave the kids at the babysitter 2021. What are you doing? If you are a legal age to be babysitting someone, you shouldn't be fucking them. That's just period. And it's like, it's like, haha. But at the same time, like, this is gross behavior that is being exhibited by people where it's like, why are there no consequences? Because I see black people getting locked up and ridiculed and chastised and criticized every day for everything. But you see a white person do it and it's like, where is the outrage? Where is the statement? It's the same thing as like, it's literally the same thing as that like little white teenage boy coming in and fucking shit up during protests and nothing being done where black people are getting pellet, you know, pellets and uh, bear spray. And it's just like, what is going on? Why don't you have to take accountability? And it's like, I always, I always get into these moods and, and these uh, rants, I guess, when it comes to race relations and how accountability is just not equal. And like, it's just like, it seems that everything I talk about, it's always like, so it doesn't work the same way. But you have people wanting to claim that it's the same world. And it's like, we don't live in the same world if not everybody has to take the same level of accountability for what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, if we can do the same thing, but only I will have to answer for it, it's not the same world. You know, and I just, I really wish more people understood that. And I wish more people were willing to just take accountability, period. Because I think that would, you know, heal the world a lot better. You can't, you can't move forward until you acknowledge what you've done wrong. Because if you don't acknowledge what you've done wrong, how are we supposed to know that you know it was wrong? 
how is anybody supposed to feel comfortable um, with you and the thought that you know that this is incorrect if you haven't taken accountability for what you did in the first place? And sure, that shit is embarrassing. It never feels good to be told you're fucking up. It never feels good to be told that you did something wrong. But it's not about how you feel. It's about how you've made somebody else feel. And it's about how you feel about that. It's about how you handle that. Because I'm hurt, you know what I mean? Like, I hurt people's feelings constantly. And I do think there's a level of, like, did I do something wrong or did I just, like, hold you accountable? Because I'm always holding, I hold everyone around me accountable for what they're doing and I expect the same. Because I'm not perfect. It's like that whole idea of, like, don't throw stones in a glass house. I totally live by that. It's like, we all have our judgments because we're human. But at the end of the day, I don't think that I am um, immune to that. I don't have immunity from, you know, fucking up. I'm a human being. We all are. And I think that's what makes us beautiful. It's like, we are all people with multiple ranges of life experience, opinions, and everything. And it's really nice that, like, we are able to coexist and be around each other and share in our thoughts and our values and our life experience. But whenever that clashes, it's okay that it's different. It's okay to fuck up. What's not okay is gaslighting other people into thinking that they are wrong for being upset. And again, there are instances where it's like, sorry, girl, like you're just in your head kind of being crazy like that didn't happen. But if it kind of happened, acknowledge it. Take accountability. Apologize it. You know, don't give an explanation. I'm sorry. No, don't give an excuse. Give an explanation. Explain where you're coming from. Explain, you know what, I would never intentionally try to hurt you. I'm so sorry that this happened. Like, I had to do that. I've, I keep saying that. Like, I've done it multiple times, even over quarantine, where I've been like, you know what, I am sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean it that way. I really didn't think about it that way. And now that you've brought it to my attention, I will never do that again. And I totally apologize. Because that's what adults do. That is how you adults. That is what adulting is taking accountability, handling your shit, not being so outrageous and unbearable when it comes to being just like an adult with your emotions. It can't always be about you, sweetie. It can't always be that you fucked up and then all of a sudden we're all making you feel better about your bad behavior. No, that is for the birds. I'm almost 25 and I won't be doing it anymore. Like, that's where I'm at with it. And it's like, I think a lot of people, there's pushback all the time because it just comes off as like, oh, you're being too hard. You're being a bitch. Like, okay, I'll be that bitch, but your toxicity won't be in my space anymore. I know that much. Like, okay, you can call me a bitch from outside the club because you can't come into mine. Like, I I've booked the whole restaurant. You can't come in, sweetie. Like, that's how I feel about it. If you have a problem with me creating boundaries and holding you accountable, then you're not someone who needs to be in my life. You don't need to be there. And that's vice versa. If I can't take accountability for things, then we don't need, if we don't see eye to eye and stuff like that, then we don't need to communicate. And it's not, you know, no tea, no shade. It doesn't have to be a problem, but uh, it's not, the solution isn't going to be to pretending like nothing is wrong. That'll never be my solution. Cause like, I don't have time for that. I don't really think anyone has time for that. And I'm not going to make time for that, you know? Um, but really, that's all I have to say about it. Just, like, be accountable for your actions. It's okay to be wrong. It's okay to fuck up. It's what it's, it's what makes you beautiful. It's what makes you special. And it, it's what makes you, um, hello? It is what makes you uh, a better person at the end of the day because you have learned from past poor behavior. And I think moving forward with that on, you know, on mind 
is uh, in mind. I'm literally all over the place when it comes to how I'm speaking. I'm <laughs> uh, but it's just like, that's important. And moving forward that way will, in my opinion, ensure success in your professional and uh, just like social relationships. Um, yeah, but you know, that's all she wrote. That's all I got for you today. Thank you again for listening. I really do appreciate all the support. It means the world to me. You have no idea. Um, as always, let me know if you have any topics that you think I should discuss and I look forward to hearing from you. See ya.